Hallelujah! It's Tuesday. Well, I'm just saying. I just get excited about it. You sound know, like a preacher. You might as well start the day off positive, right? I mean, I know it's just Tuesday, but it doesn't have to it's be a just brand Tuesday. new start. It's a new day, um, brand new start. I, you know, I told Jody something the other day that hit me, and we've done this since the beginning of time with our girls: is celebrate a sunrise, celebrate a sunset whenever you get the chance. And it hit me that okay, except for cloudy days, that's a gift you get twice a day. Yeah, think about it. One up, one down. Yeah. So pretty recently, and like just, too. We saw some that were like, "Girls, come out here!" And it's only lasts for a couple of minutes. The absolute gorgeousness of it. I don't mean to sound hokey, but sometimes just stopping to go, ah, oh, that's beautiful, and realize there's something larger <sighs> you than you makes life great. Anyway, that was what I realized the first time I ever sit. We're getting really deep. I know. I'm sorry. You don't have to get deep. First time I ever. Um, I'm trying to stay very simple and superficial. Stood in front of the ocean. I was like, oh my gosh. That was the first thought I ever really had. Yeah. And I mean as an adult. I don't mean as a kid, yeah. you know, playing in the sand, which is very rare because I didn't go to the beach a lot when I was a kid. A few weeks back, Redhead. I had a deal where I was shooting a picture of the sunset almost every night and putting it on Facebook. And then I realized it's the same picture every night. So? It just, it's, and I realized after going back, it's like, wow, you've been enjoying this for a few nights. You know now. what I take pictures of and I have a ton in my camera and my phone that I never share though? I should start sharing them. I love. Are, are we able to see these? Yeah. Okay. I love big, beautiful trees. Oh. I love old trees. Mm-hmm. And when I see one, I get a good angle and I try to get as much in frame as I can. You know. And where Taylor goes to school, there are a lot of big, old, beautiful trees. And I've been, I've been known to hop out of the car at carpool time and take some pictures. Mm. Well, here's one for you. You know how on the desktop backgrounds now for both Windows and I think Mac's doing the same thing with their OS. It, 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 they're they're rotating all these majestic views. Oh yeah, they're, they're awesome every day because and they're, and they're, we need it. Well, and I guess so. But I'm thinking, okay, I don't live near any of this stuff. Where are these incredible mountains? And every yeah. time I go to click, it doesn't tell me where this beautiful place is. You know what I mean? Not that I don't re- appreciate where I live. I'm no, not I never saying, thought about that. But I'm just saying these are like you're wow, making it man. stressful. If I live next to a mountain that big every day, you know, I wouldn't have any stress. So do you, you think? Do you want windows? Do you screensavers for your neighborhood? Then is that it? <laughs> Yeah, I've seen the garbage truck before. Yeah, I saw that last Google night. Google screenshot, Google street scene or whatever. That's yeah. funny. All right, guys, coming up today again um, after 7, we want to hear from you about your creative costume ideas for this year, what the kids are doing, and how you do this on a budget for Halloween. So 877-310-4MSJ. And uh, coming up next, Jody's got your Hollywood Outsider, first one of the morning. Yeah. Why Stephen King says he can't stand the Shining movie that everybody loves so much. Hmm. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. This is not brand new, but this is interesting to me at this time of the year when, you know, we're going to be breaking out the list of the best horror movies and The yeah. Shining, Stephen King's adaptation, The Shining, is always going to be in the top three. Yeah. Here's Johnny. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. so uh, no matter how many years passed, I didn't realize this, and there's some recently unearthed interviews with Stephen King who wrote The Shining, who says... Of all the adaptations, and he knows there's a lot of movie adaptations of his books, this is the one he can't stand. Why, though? He does not like it. You thought it was good? Yeah, it's... It, it's there's it's a not little, just good, There's it's a epic. little gruesome in it, but it's more psychological. Right, and the book is much more psychological. He says the movie has almost no arc compared to my book. So he feels a little slighted mm. by Stanley Kubrick's version, because right when the movie starts... Jack Nicholson's character is already acting a little cuckoo. That's not how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to get to know uh, him as a good person, a normal person, and you feel him start to unhinge, and therefore you care more that he's losing it. That's probably difficult to do in a two-hour movie. It was not a two-hour movie, though, wasn't it? Shorter? 
than that. I don't know. But, I mean, that movie has so many iconic scenes that we all know. The girls in the hallway. I know it does. And he says, look, Jack Torrance trying to be good, but little by little he moves over to this place where he's crazy. And so as far as he's concerned, Stephen King, Jack's crazy as soon as the movie starts. And then the lady, uh, Wendy, she's just... A screaming yeah. you know, head case. case. Yeah. That's also not <laughs> that the one way. I gotta give you. That's also not the way he wrote her. So it was painful for him to watch it. And he's been quoted as saying he didn't like Jack Nicholson in the role mm. because Nicholson does pl- at that time played the same role in every movie, and he didn't like it. But yeah, you know what's weird about this is he made money off of it. You know, his book was turned into a screenplay. It he was it, why he's not? not dying for money. He wants truth. I, in his I get it, adaptations. It's always on the top ten list. I know. It, it's one of the most legendary movies of all time. By and the, even though by today's standards, I guess cinematically you could I, I wouldn't call it cheesy because I still think it's a psychological thriller, but it cheaper. doesn't have it, it definitely has that look because mm-hmm. of his time. Right. Um Stephen King does say that his favorite movie adaptation of his work is Rob Reiner's Stand by Me. Shut up. I don't shut up. Shut up. I, I grow, grow up. And when I look at you, I throw up. So you know the what? way that he brought that to the screen moved him, and he knew where it was going. Uh, yeah. Emotionally, that movie it. pulls you in. I agree. So true. Um, I will say, honorable mention here, uh, two people together, it doesn't matter if you're little girls, go as the two girls in the blue dresses, and you scare See? everybody and for Halloween. Everybody knows what it is. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. All right, coming up, Sam, uh, Jody and I are finally doing the garage sale this weekend that we've been talking about for, oh, what, Talk about nine scary. months? scary. Yeah. Right. But I do have one big concern that popped out as I was putting together things in boxes this weekend. That's next. Be sure to like us on Facebook when you get a chance today, whenever you go to our Facebook page, and that way you'll always know when we go Facebook Live, and we can all keep up together throughout the day. You can vote on our Halloween costumes, too. Like, should producer David be Jon Snow? Check it out and vote. So uh, this weekend, Jody and I figured we'd squeeze in garage sale. Um, We've been talking about it for nine months, so I guess it's about time. Jody spent the better part of last weekend getting stuff together. I did the same. Yeah. The garage sale room is not just a pile of junk now. Yeah. It's organized stuff, and half of it's priced. Oh, it's priced already. I priced mm. about half of it. I'm going to, every night this week, do a little bit more. And um, I got to get tables, though. Is this we a, have, like, one table. Is this a Saturday morning thing? Yes. So, like, when you're putting it out Friday evening, there'll be people going... Hey, can I look early? Do you think you know Murphy? Yeah. Do you think he's going to let me put anything out Friday night? Mm, okay. No, nothing will be outside. Okay. But uh, guard dogs. But what you know? What hit me is I was loading up my first box. Is we've got an okay amount of things to sell, but it's not a lot. This yeah. is not a big garage sale. It doesn't have to be. But I have more than you think. I know. Clo- children's clothing. Woo. But at the end of the day, I really found myself wondering because we were talking about all right. If it doesn't sell, what are we going to do? We're going to donate. What yep. are we going to do? And um, I then started to hear, you know, Sam's voice in my head. You know, how much of this really is a big waste of time? (laughs) (laughs) Because for the money that you wind up making, you've invested weeks of putting things together. You have, you take your entire Saturday, you know, between loading and teardown, all that, you know, for... Whatever, whatever is we might wind up making on it. Am I missing the point here? You don't want to do this now. I think you're getting in your own way here. It's. I have not spent hours and hours. I have thrown stuff in the room when it's convenient for me because I'm a. I already walk miles around the house constantly picking up things and putting things away. Yeah. It's a never ending thing to be a you know a mom in a home, and I've just thrown things in there. And I spent a couple of hours this past weekend organizing it. You know, we'll spend some time together. Phoebe's excited about like selling lemonade mm-hmm. at our garage sale. 
You know, if you buy something, here's a free lemonade. I think that's what she's going to do. See, garage sales, though, they can turn out to be a treat because you're thinking that way, Murphy. Yeah. But then when Saturday afternoon comes around and you got about three hundred bucks, four hundred bucks, it's like, well, you know, that was worth it. And you have and less stuff. You got less stuff, and then you got some stuff you can run over and donate, and it's like it's an you... all-around win-win. Thank you, Sam. <gasps> That's what I'm saying. Did that come from me? It's what you yeah. it did. It's what you make it. And our neighbors are going to come visit. It's going to be fabulous. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll somebody see. makes a donut run, so you win there too. Oh, okay, man, are you coming so over, it. Sam? It's about it being a party. I understand yeah. that. Coming up, Sam has music news. I'm going to tell you what Katy Perry and I have in common, and this Uh-oh. is this is actually helping her balance American Idol and her touring life. Sam's got music news. You know, Katie and Perry and I have something in common right now. We are both single. (laughs) Thank you, David. What is that? Is that about the extent of it? About, uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's move on. Sorry. (laughs) She's cute. Anyway, she said. Oh, wait. A lot of people think that you're very cute, Sam. I know. I need to hear this every now and then. Uh, Katie Perry (laughs) says it's that singleness that's actually helping her out balance with the American Idol and the. Of course. the uh, touring issues because she's you know, over scheduled. You don't have a, ba- a boyfriend or a husband or kids and all that stuff, and you're able to rearrange your schedule because it's just Katie, right? So she's able to do that. That's what she says is the big thing that's helped her do both of those. But sure. isn't it, isn't that the paradox of being a superstar though? Because it takes all that time. It's very glamorous. You mm-hmm. think no, it but seems there's glamorous. so much work that goes so into it. So much work, yeah, and, and it's very difficult to have quote unquote a life. It's mm-hmm. almost like the chicken and the egg thing. Is she single because she's got so much to do or she's got so much to Okay, never mind. Yeah. Anyway, I did see a picture of her and Luke and uh, Lionel Richie getting together for one of their tour stops. And they did. Yeah, they've got they to. Look, they looked happy. Look looked like they're going to work together well. Good deal. For, the, uh, for American, American Idol. American Idol should be early next year, so it's a lot to do. Uh, Ed Sheeran's concert tour is up in arms. I'm in love with the shape of you. I have a friend who's super excited about getting tickets just the other day. Well, that was only a pun, by the way. He had a bit of a bicycle accident, and he broke his right arm. Right. Oh, did he really? Not yeah. good for a guitar player. And, you know, I remember looking at the picture thinking, well, if it was the left arm, at least he could still hold the guitar. But no, it's it's the right arm, which is the one he uses. And to if play. you know, Ed likes to go out and play now um, where he does that little loopy thing with the, the computer things that he has at his feet. You I know, love that. He can that. step on them and record a little sample of this yeah. and do it all. He says... He really doesn't want to have a band on stage. He likes being out there by himself. And he said this may force him to have a band because he can't go out there and mm-hmm. play and loop what he wants to do. He's right now, I mean, this just happened like over the past couple of days. Yeah. So he's got the cast on it already. He's looking to figure out what it's going to do as far as uh, uh, tours and taping and all that kind of stuff comes up. So we'll let you know as soon as it's we hear It's kind anything. of a pain. Yeah. Big, big, big tours plan. Right arm for Ed Sheeran. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. All right, our favorite thing is to hear from you. So coming up next, your email answered in the producer's mailbag. What do we have on the way, David? Well, Billy is curious about some advice a pediatrician gave your daughter, Jody. Okay. We love hearing from you. In fact, later on this out next hour, it's um, your creative costumes and costumes on a budget for Halloween. So 877-310-4MSJ, or you can reach us on Instagram or Facebook. It's time for the producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? Well, Billy has a question for you, Jody. It's um, something that you mentioned on the show a, a while back, but it's yeah. something that could be restated whenever you went. Uh, it's advice that a pediatrician gave you for studying. Our pediatrician oh, yeah. didn't give me. I mean, I wish I could have used this back in the day. Um, I took our oldest, Taylor, to see the doctor. 
and she's 15. And it was really cool. She's 16. Oh, I'm, I'm, that's right. I thought so. Oh, I, <laughs> Not even I my kid, I and I thought that. she was 16. Yeah, but of course, we heart, want to keep w- him young forever. I, I know. wish she was still 15. Mm-hmm. She's going backwards. She'll be 14 She's next 16. week. 16. Man. Okay. Get over the hurt of, of messing that up. I'm sorry. Um, and he walks in and goes straight to her. First, it's like a well visit. So how are you doing? How's school? What's going on? And she started telling him about the school schedule and her, lo- her workload and all that. And he said, you know, it's a great idea for you in high school and going forward, going to college is to even if you don't have homework this is the advice if you don't have homework in a certain subject every night it doesn't matter open up the folder the binder the book go over what you went over in class that day even if it's just for five six seven minutes Mm -hmm. so that you have re-entered that into your brain it will keep you on your game and i was like whoa i never did that it is so no duh it's smart you've got every all of that in your on your computer or in your backpack or whatever. How did she take that? Because I know, like, Jackson, well, if I told Jackson, hey, look, I know you don't have any homework, but why don't you review <laughs> what you did today? Well, why? Right. You know, she took it better coming from him yeah. than she would have from me. Oh, like, right. with me, it might have accompanied an eye roll. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think she took it, and I've mentioned it a few times. I don't know how. She's doing fine, though. Yeah. She's a good student. You know, so. that's good. Thank your, you, Billy, for asking. And that's good in your professional life, too. You know what I'm saying? I think that transcends school. It's true. Seriously. It's true, Manager it Murphy. You're right. Well, you get to the end of the day like that, that helps you to prepare for your priorities for the next. You know what? Let <laughs> me go back and review what I did at work today. <laughs> Thank you, Billy. We love hearing from you. Yeah, reach out anytime. We'd love to hear from you on our Facebook page or Instagram. You can reach us that way or text 877 msj Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. I'm going to tell you what Harvey Weinstein thinks he's going to do today in Hollywood. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So we won't recount any more Hollywood horror stories involving Harvey Weinstein for you right now, but I do want to tell you it's a big day for him and what's going on. His showdown with his own company, the Weinstein Company, is happening today in New York City. Because he's still on the board there, so he's, he's going still on the to board. fight for his gig or he's something. He's not going in, though. He's going to make his case by speakerphone that he was illegally fired and has the right to take the reins back. His attorney will be there, you know, in the board of directors meeting, helping make the case. Uh You know, he knows he's momentarily toxic and it wouldn't be a good time to be there anyway. But he believes that, you know, he has all the power here and that he can go back to producing movies, even if it's somewhere else. And he believes eventually writers and everybody else will follow him. So he's like, you know, this is... You're not going to go on without me. It's going to look differently. It's all a legal thing at this yeah. point. There are rumblings, though, that this might he might not ever get to make this case or say these things or cause this trouble via this meeting today um, in New York because there are rumblings that the board, as their first order of business, may just fire him completely. Yeah. And disconnect the phone and throw the attorney <laughs> out of the meeting. <laughs> like, that's the <laughs> rumbling <laughs> that you can put all this to stop right here and now. Yeah. But I can turn the phone off. I think that he's not. He, he's somebody who's ruined to me in Hollywood. It just can't. How can you climb out from this? Right. But there will be somewhere in the world where somebody does want to work with him again because he does have a track record, and it doesn't mean just successful movies. It means like Oscar-winning movies. I don't know what his case is at this point, but there, 
you reach a point like that where maybe your ego takes over and you think that you can pull yourself out and this is going to be... I don't think it's maybe that your ego takes over. I think that, that your ego has been driving you for years and years and years. <clears throat> Here's something entertaining, maybe not from the world of entertainment, but you know, the NES classics and all that stuff coming back for Nintendo. Yeah. Sam, Nintendo apparently um, filed for the patent that covers a bunch of their stuff, including the old Game Boy. It's oh, like they might be bringing Lord. the old Game Boy Everything back old. and loading 20 to 30 games on it in a new version. Right. Yeah, look for that. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at 755, Happier News, a secret marriage in Hollywood, and Cher headed back to the big screen. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. We love hearing from you. Um, coming up later this hour, creative costume ideas and costumes on a budget for Halloween. I love the ones on a budget. Man, that is a that's exciting. It's like getting a sale, a bargain to me. Yeah, roll of duct tape and a couple of straws. I, okay, I took the girls Halloween shopping the other day just for ideas. We walk in, I'm like, look, let's talk, let's ideas, let's take our time and get ideas. And Phoebe does. Phoebe's great because she'll fall in love with an object and go, okay, I want to make my whole costume around this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She, you might appreciate that she liked the gavel. That a fake, you know, play gavel. And oh, what? Wow, and she wanted to be a judge. Well, she just said, I like this. Wait. Where was this? At a Halloween store. Oh. You want one, Sam? Cool. Just get a real one. I know. but There's no need to have one, but it sounds cool. I know. That's what I'm saying. So even if you don't know what you're going to get, go get ideas. I always say that for shopping, too, for people for for gifts, for birthdays or Christmas even. You know what? Um, You have to spark your own imagination. There was a friend of ours, Sam, that we all worked with who used to have a gavel. Really? Yeah, and he was in radio too. His name was Bob. Remember, his name was Bob Bishop. Why did he he have a gavel? Somebody gave it to him as a gift. And did so, he use it at yeah, work? he used it. He used it in the in the studio. Of course, he did. <laughs> After a while, the, sweet Bob. Yeah, yeah, man. But it was fun. He was the kind of guy that could use a gavel. You know what I yeah. mean? Anyway, that same day, you know, I bought some Halloween candy. I bought Reese's bats. Have you had those, Sam? They different than the pumpkins. Oh, they're delicious. Well, I mean, it's, 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 it's all yeah. the same, it's the same thing. thing. It's a different shape, but, I, but it did seem to have that. It, Reese's egg quality, like less chocolate and more peanut. Yeah, butter. it's got the proper ratio. Okay, it's. I'll have to bring you one. Are okay. there any left, Murphy? At home, we have any uh, left? No. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, okay. not. I have a bats. surprise for you too, Murphy. That day was the same day I went to the dentist, which is why I was so mad for me to have brought this in the house and hidden it. I bought you some of that disgusting Halloween candy that you like. The, it's wrapped in in oh, orange the, and black paper. Yeah, the peanut, peanut butter. butter. Yeah. I yeah. could have never put that in my mouth after being at the dentist, but I bought you some. There's something, I, there's just, I love that. I mean, I know people call it cheap, but it's... Well, it, it was not expensive, childhood. but anyway, I, I'll yeah, bring you can some. You like 500 pieces for a buck? Something like that. What a that. bargain. <laughs> yeah. So I'll bring it in tomorrow morning. You can do your teeth upright with that. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody's got her good thing for today. Mm-hmm. This is the sweetest story. Have you heard about the Boston mom who, at 75 years old, was let go from her job? No. And she didn't know what to do with herself after that, but her son is making, you know, all of that better for her. It is the sweetest thing. Okay. Maybe that's what we should call it, but that's on the way. And Jody's good thing. Yeah. Uh, up next, got to tell you why shopping at the mall has shown me that life has come full circle. At the mall, oh. Sam? In case you missed it earlier, Stephen King can't stand The Shining. Look, he wrote the book, right? He doesn't he, like the movie. He can't stand the movie. And if you, in case you missed that in Jody's Hollywood Outsider, you can catch it anytime today by subscribing to the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast, listening on your schedule. I had a uh, deep philosophical moment this uh, past few days while standing in the middle of 
I guess, the young clothing aisle at JCPenney at the mall. There you go, Sam. Great moments can come to you in a department store, can't they? Yeah. And because Maddie and I were at the mall. Maddie is how old? She's uh, 12. Here you go. go. Oh, Lord. She's 12, and she wanted to go and hang out and look for some stuff. And I was like, what store do you want to go to? I don't know. So we wound up there. Okay. And um, as I'm standing there waiting her for go- to go through shirts and stuff, I realized that as a younger person, I used to go with my mom on the right. weekends to the mall sure. and should do shopping. She's like, come on, let's go to the mall. Mm-hmm. And I wind up standing there while mom shops. You didn't like it? No. And I was bored. Right. Okay. And then, I, you know, life progresses and then you you wind up married or you have a significant other, spouse, whatever. And Same you, deal. And you wind up going to the mall while, and you stand around while they shop. Mm. And then that's when it hit me this time, though. But it's like, I'm here bringing my 12-year-old and I'm standing around while she's shopping. Still no love for the experience, huh? For you? And, You're you crazy. Know, if I've got something to do, then, you know, it's great. But it's like I've spent so many hours of my life standing around while the women I love shop. You know, it's interesting about that. Waiting on a woman. Mm-hmm. The song. It is that she's shopping in a, and there's nothing wrong with a department store, but at her age, usually she's going to be hanging out. What's the earring place that, you know, the girls Claire's. Like? Claire's. Yes, oh, you know we had I mean? Claire's up. We had okay. Hot Topic. You just had the moment in pennies. Yeah. Got it. It reminded me of being back in the day when yeah. that's what I would wind up doing. And I'm, I even asked Maddie, I said, hey, are there any benches around here? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, there's no getting around it on a daddy-daughter weekend, no. but to me, did you ever have to go with your spouses? Like, you know, are you just dead? I just, did, did, okay, what is this going to come back on me now? I know, I'm just asking, why would you do something you didn't want to do with your time? True, I was a master of my own domain, right? <laughs> I didn't need to go to the mall. You're right, Jody. Yeah, but you wouldn't have had any of those delicious pretzels if you hadn't done that. That's true, or cinnamons. Yeah, Yeah, Murphy loves them all. You guys differ in that. Mm -hmm. I mean, he will turn around and I look and he's gone somewhere else. I am ridiculous in the mall. I always have been ever since I was a kid and I still love it. Always buy something. You know, Sam, you could have always gone down to Bath and Body Works. You love Mm -hmm. hanging out there. Coming up, Jody finds the good news today. Jody's good thing. I'm going to introduce you to Rebecca, who's 75 years old, who was recently let go from her job. And Mm -hmm. she did not know, know what to do with her life. But now what she is doing is too cool. Um, it's the good thing. That's next. Go like our Facebook page so that you know when we go Facebook Live. We don't want you to ever miss a thing, and we love to keep up with you, too, at murphysamandjody.com. Good news. Jody's good thing. I need some good news. You guys may have heard and seen this story floating around social media. It's true. It's precious. Um, we're going to try to follow this story for you. A mom, a single mom who raised her boys by cleaning houses for years. She's Mm -hmm. a housekeeper, 75 years old today. Her name is Rebecca, and she was recently fired from her job as a housekeeper. Was she she, fired or was she downsized? I'm sorry, she was let go. That's not the point of the story. She was let go. I'm thinking, how can you let go of a 75-year-old housekeeper who's probably the sweetest thing on the planet? But whatever, for whatever reasons, we we don't don't know or can't judge. But um, she called one of her sons, who was overseas at the time, and said, look... I just got fired. I just wanted you to know. I don't know what to do with myself. And she said he knew immediately that she didn't. She felt like having a job at that age was something she did because she believed in having purpose when she got up in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it was all she'd ever done. It was how she fed her sons. Like they lived above a hotel where she cleaned and really? she raised them on her own. And as soon as he heard that, he came back here to Boston and said, OK, here's your purpose now. And he's helping her live out her bucket list 
and he's had her make a bucket list and he's ha- he's putting it together for her. She's already done some stuff like taking a hip hop class. She wanted to do that. <laughs> and he made it happen with one of the dancers from Hamilton. Oh, wow, that that's happened. huge. So sure. she learned how to do that. Um, she is um, planning to walk, do the walk route of the Boston Marathon yeah. with one of her sons. They have done a um, mystery trip where he just said, let's get on the plane. Mom, I'm not telling you where we're going. That kind of thing. Isn't that cool? Cool. She's doing all this stuff. And Don't one you of the- kind of figure that out, though, when you see where the plane's landing? I'm uh, just saying. Yeah, when you walk up to the uh, kiosk there, and it's like, everybody boarding for Dallas. Oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> well, still, it was still a, it's yeah. still a mystery trip. A mystery trip meaning you wake up in the morning and somebody you love tells you, we're going away today, pack a bag. Yeah. That's exciting. Okay, so she's doing that. Um, she um, she joined Instagram. That's one of her bucket list things. And the other one is that she wants to visit and is planning to do this, her sister's grave. Mm. When she was that single mom feeding those boys, she couldn't get anybody to cover her shift, and she missed her sister's funeral. Oh, really? So the next mm. thing is to go to her sister's grave. Isn't that beautiful? And this is all thanks to and, her son helping her out. Yes, and he's filming it. So it'll be like a little documentary oh, cool. before too long. I need some good that is sweet. All right, coming up next, we want to hear from you about your creative costumes. Um, 877-310-4MSJ. Who do we have, David? I have Madison on the phone, and she has a punny pop culture idea for you. Excellent. And how in the world can you get in touch with us? I don't know. Let me count the ways here. One. Instagram. Two. Facebook. Three. 877-310-4MSJ. Which works for phone calls or texting. Right, so that really counts for 3 and 3A or 3B. Also, producers mailbag at the website, murphysamandjody.com. Well, that's right. Okay. Uh, and, you know, with Halloween right around the corner, we uh, are looking for your Halloween costume ideas. Yes. 877-310-4MSJ. Hello, Madison. Hey, um, I'm calling about the Halloween costume ideas. Yes. This year, I am going to be a zombie Megan trainer with a sign that says, All About That Face. Ah! <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. So creative. My husband and I, we decorate our house every year, yeah. and last year we were skeletons, uh-huh. so this year we're being zombies, so I just have to help him figure out what celebrity he's going to be. Sure. I love mm. the, the zombie, not just a regular zombie, but some sort of zombie yeah. character. You're so cool with that. Yeah. You'll be the only one ever, yeah. probably. You know, you need to take a picture of yourself well, as that and then upload it to her, like send it to her. She'd be flattered. Hmm. Yeah. Well, and Megan Trainer is so recognizable. If I put I a pink bow in my hair and kind of do like pastel colors like in the music video, then mm-hmm. it's very recognizable. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. So no thoughts for him yet? And he's on board with this? He lets you do whatever? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Two love years it. ago, um, our, our first Halloween together, we went in drag. <laughs> love. Love it. Oh, my gosh. You need to send us pictures on Halloween. Yeah. I want to see your Megan Trainer. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Madison. Yeah, that's a fun one. And I, any, you know, if you're thinking about what to do, kids, if you want to be a vampire, be a vampire somebody. You know, be a zombie somebody. Add something else with it. One of my favorite things that kids have done in the past. Go, be careful, but go to school as one of the like somebody went as the headmaster once at our kids' school. Huh. And it's just, it's you funny. Hope he has a sense you of have humor. to be careful. Like, go as the, one of the hey, coaches, a zombie know, coach. Remember my idea for combining Game of Thrones and a TV show <laughs> for producer uh, David? What TV show? White Walker, Texas Ranger. 
So you put the White Walkers in a cowboy hat. Yeah, put a badge on him. You might have to explain that, but that's a good one, Sam, and a really good one, Madison. Thank you for that. Keep your ideas coming of what you have done in the past that was creative. That's super creative. 877-310-4MSJ. Yeah, and I have Jennifer on the phone. She wants to jump in on this next. Hit us with your creative costume ideas or costumes on a budget for Halloween, 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Jennifer? I have seen better days, actually. I'm on the way to the surgical center because my 17-year-old son is having surgery on his wrist today for being a boy this couple weekends ago. Ouch. Yeah. I'm good sorry. times, good times with kids, right? Yeah, you know, <laughs> once you survive that, you you got it made, I guess. Yeah. Good luck to both of so, you. So, um, I'm calling about the costumes. We're doing costumes on a budget this year. Mm-hmm. Yes. We've just got so much going on. You know, I'm going back to college, and hey. the Whoa. twins' birthday is right there in November, and then we've got Christmas, and it's like. Anything else going to hit us? Right. Plus I'm our all, wedding we're planning, so oh it's great. Yeah, you have a lot going on. I'm all Lord. for saving money for costumes because otherwise it's worn one night. Yeah, I know, right? Well, if you have a little girl, then, you know, depending on what her costume is, she can use it for dress-up like my daughter is because she's so girly-girly. Right, right. And uh, so we've decided, I was at Walmart this weekend, and I saw these, they're pajamas, and they're, they don't have footies, but they have you know, the whatever character is on it and they have a hood and the hood even has the ears yes. or whatever the character is. And so my daughter picked out the rainbow bright one. It's not a rainbow bright. It's a pony. Yeah. My I don't little know pony. the names of these characters. Oh, yeah. My little pony. Sam, and, Sam knows about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so for the tail, we're just going to put together some yarn, you know, and make a little yarn tail for her. And then she's done. The costume was fourteen ninety six at Walmart. Wow. And then for my son, one of those Minecraft characters. Yeah. Oh, or yeah. not? No, not. It's in Ninjago. 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 So you, for thirty bucks, we got the two costumes, and yeah. my mom's got a stack of yarn. So we're just going to put together a yarn tail for her and call it good. You can also <laughs> add three to five bucks of just face paint. And not only is it you know a, a costume, but then you have pajamas because you know school has pajama day. Yeah. So now they have really cute <laughs> pajamas to show off at school as well. I know it. Yeah, yeah that's like double benefit. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, good stuff. Thanks for sharing that with us, Jennifer. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to, especially now, let us know what creative things you are doing this year for the kids. And we want to hear from you kids, too, for Halloween. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Going to tell you about a super private secret wedding that happened um, this past weekend in Hollywood. And Cher making a move back to the big screen. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Congratulations are in order for a uh, secret wedding over the weekend in Hollywood, and that's Michael Fassbender married Alicia Vikander. Say what? They have been on the DL dating and very serious for a long time since they met on the set in 2014 of this movie called The Light Between Oceans. What's your name? Lucy. Lucy. It was lovely to meet you. It's like they had an ultra private ceremony in Ibiza. They must have kept this quiet because I didn't even know he was engaged. And they've, when asked about their lives together, it's like we keep all of this private. How is this any of your business? And and it's fine. They're both very busy too mm-hmm. in Hollywood. I mean, she's done some stuff like The Danish Girl. She's got a Tomb Raider movie. 
you know, in post-production that comes out in 2018. And he's Michael Fassbender. He's in all kinds of great stuff. Yeah. Um, but they, it looks like they got married in an ultra private ceremony. And if they're ever going to talk about it, who knows? Who can say? Yeah. I've got news about Cher on the big screen again. <laughs> I like Cher in movies. I really do. I feel like she steals every scene. Do you not feel that? This isn't Cher on Broadway that we're getting next year, right? No, 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 no. She has joined the cast of Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Uh, Okay. A big cast. Meryl Streep in that movie coming back for it. Uh, Colin Firth is coming back. Amanda Seyfried. And now Cher has joined. I don't know exactly what role. I just know she has joined it. And this will be the sequel to Mamma Mia. It will be, which was, again, hugely successful, so much fun. It was one of those things that's polarizing. You either love Mamma Mia and you want to see Meryl Streep singing. Yeah. Or you're like, this is not for me. Uh It's polarizing. Exactly. All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 8.30. Something different, new, and special for the world today from Tom Hanks. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Hey, Murphy, I'm super excited about it being mid, hmm, just past Mm mid-October, and our girls both know what they want to be now. And so now we're just on a mission you, you to find... You mean for Halloween. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Halloween costumes. Life. You didn't say... Yeah. I want to be an astronaut. That's what I was thinking. You th- they made a career choice. No, I'm they sorry. Just, they just picked the Halloween costume. I just forgot to tell you I meant Halloween. Yeah, you know, and so I don't think there's going to be any, any minds changing yet. I haven't bought one thing because I'm going to try to do as much as we can organically. You know the word. Are we able to disclose these things? I know Phoebe has an issue with no, that. No, Phoebe, if, if I say to the world what she's going to... And rightly so, she doesn't like that. She wants to show up day of to festival, carnival, school, trick-or-treat, whatever, going, ta-da, here I am. What do you mean organically, though? You said you're going to let the costumes develop organically. What does that mean? Stuff I'm going to look the around house. the house and start there. Are both of the things that they want to be items that can be picked up around the house? Possibly, yes, if you're creative, and I am. I guess this would sort of. have to begin with me being told, actually, what they're going to do, yeah, which I anyway, don't know. So, so I'm excited. So like, it's kind of like that, okay, now we can begin for real. What about you, Sam? Any of your kids? You know, do they know what they're going to do yet? I saw a video of Parker at his mom's house. Um, okay, you know when you're driving down the road and somebody's got a sale going on and they got like that twenty foot tall. Oh my gosh! The fan thing. Below Taylor and the, Phoebe the wiggle love guy that. Going, yeah, right. Taylor asked me the other day who yeah, invented like a windsock. Yes. Every yeah. mattress place in America has them. Yeah, exactly. Love them. Well, now Parker has one too. Apparently. Oh, dude! And I saw the video his mom shot, and he, you know he's only what four feet tall, but he had the wiggle thing on doing. That his idea or something that she, she found? She saw that and said, oh, this is Parker. Right. And boy, She's a very creative person. Yeah. That's I a know great that idea. for sure. And he loves it, right? Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to let so him cute. use that at boarding school or how the uh, requirements mm. are there. <laughs> Only Parker. Well, maybe they could hire cute. him on the weekend to you know, attract yeah. attention to the school. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Stick him out in the My front of the school. isn't 20 feet tall. Yeah. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I think I have a potential garage sale regret. And Jody and I haven't even done, done the sale. Yet. I know it's supposed to be this weekend. <laughs> oh my gosh! There's one thing that just as I was packing a box, I realized you know maybe this won't go so well. You're killing me. <laughs> uh, coming up next, why Stephen King? I know the rest of the world loves the movie The Shining, but Stephen King can't stand it. And of mm. course, he wrote the book. I'll tell you about that next. So I guess coming soon, it's about that time for us to list the greatest Halloween movies of all time. You know, the scariest ones, your favorite, mm-hmm. your go-tos. Um, so, And obviously, we built that list with you on our Facebook page, so we'll be doing it soon. Yes. Uh, I was surprised to hear Jody mention in the Hollywood Outsider earlier this morning that Stephen King has a problem with, like, one of the most epic 
Halloween scary horror right. movies of all time, The Shining. It's an adaptation. I mean, it's, it's his book, The Shining. Red Rum. Mm. Red Rum. That introduced the world, the world to Red Rum, didn't it? Yeah. I keep wondering why somebody hasn't forced a remake yet. Like, Hollywood hasn't said, okay, this is one of the best stories. Can we do it better? You know, you it's know? it's just odd that he doesn't. I guess he just it's his baby, so he can say he doesn't like it. But it's always on the classic list. It is. I can explain why. What he he broke it down, and I I completely understand what he means. I never read the book, but he says if you read the book, it's a very different story. In the movie, on screen, you meet Jack Nicholson's character, and he's already crazy, mm-hmm. and he's already the character he's played in six other movies at the same time. So he well, didn't like the casting. But you know, the thing is, at the beginning of the movie, though, he doesn't seem crazy because they're just going to vacation for the weekend. Well, no, mm-hmm. no, no, it's not for the weekend. Is He's a caretaker. And he's a caretaker, but he's also an author, right? Right. So he, while he's taking care of this inn during the, the what do they call that, the off season? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's... it's He's going to use the free time to write his book. Right. And so it starts off normal enough. Well, normal enough, but not normal enough for Stephen King. Because if you read the book, he says, look, you have to understand this person, you like him in the beginning when you read the book, that he wrote him for it to be an arc of, you're pulling for this guy, that he's a good person. And he slowly, with every page that you turn starts to unravel and he says he didn't feel that on the screen and that bothered him he didn't like jack nicholson's performance mm. um he's not trying to hate he did not like what's her name shelly duvall shelly duvall he's like this is not the character i wrote the character he wrote had a lot more depth for the female for the the lady instead of just screaming all the time yeah instead of just screaming all the time and so it's his most unfavorite adaptation of wow. anything anybody's ever yeah, done. This, you know what this sounds like to me? This sounds like somebody, you know, sitting there after a couple of drinks one night, just kind of starting to gripe, going You know it's what I didn't like? Because, I mean, why now? I, it's 30 well, no, years no. later. This was a long time ago that this was an interview that he did, and he was, oh. just being, he was just being honest, and it just recently, I guess, came to light. I just stumbled across it and thought, wow, his favorite adaptation of all of his books... Is for the for the big screen is Stand by Me. Shut up! I don't shut up. Shut up! I I grow up, and when I look at you, I throw up. Well, Stand by Me Uh, is more of the sort of the Shawshank Redemption type of Stephen King movie, and not a horror movie. It really moves you. And he said, "I wrote the book, and the Rob Reiner movie moved me." He said he cried in the theater. (gasps) I did too. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Joey. Why Murphy is dreading this simple garage sale? One big concern I have. Be sure to like us on Facebook when you get a chance today, whenever you go to our Facebook page, and that way you'll always know when we go Facebook Live, and we can all keep up together throughout the day. You can vote on our Halloween costumes, too. Like, should producer David B. Jon Snow check it out and vote? So uh, this weekend, Jody and I figured we'd squeeze in garage sale. Um, we've been talking about it for nine months, so I guess it's about time. Jody spent the better part of last weekend getting stuff together. I did the same. Yeah. The garage sale room is not just a pile of junk now. Yeah. It's organized stuff, and half of it's priced. Oh, it's priced already. I priced mm. about half of it. I'm going to, every night this week, do a little bit more. And um, i got to get tables, though. Is this we a, have, like, one table. Is this a Saturday morning thing? Yes. So, like, when you're putting it out Friday evening, there'll be people going, hey, can not. I look early? Do you think, you know Murphy, yeah. do you think he's going to let me put anything out Friday night? Mm. Okay. No, nothing will be outside. Okay. But uh, guard dogs. But what, you know, what hit me is I was loading up my first box is, We've got an okay amount of things to sell, but it's not a lot. This yeah. is not a big garage sale. It doesn't have to be, but I have more than you think. I know. Clo- children's clothing. Ooh. But at the end of the day, I really found myself wondering, because we were talking about, all right, if it doesn't sell, what are we going to do? We're going to donate? What yep. are we going to do? And um, I then started to hear you know, Sam's voice in my head, you know, how much of this really is a big waste of time? <laughs> <laughs> 
because for the money that you wind up making, yeah. you've invested weeks of putting things together. You have you take your entire Saturday, you know, between loading and tear down, all that, you know, for whatever whatever is we might wind up making on it. Am I missing the point I here? Think you're you getting, don't want to do this now? I think you're getting in your own way here. It's I have not spent hours and hours. I have thrown stuff in the room when it's convenient for me because I'm a I already walk miles around the house constantly picking up things and putting things away. Yeah. It's a never-ending thing to be a, you know, a mom in a home and I've just thrown things in there and I spent a couple of hours this past weekend organizing it. You know, we'll spend some time together. Phoebe's excited about like selling lemonade mm-hmm. at our garage sale. You know, if you buy something, here's a free lemonade. I think that's what she's going to do. See, garage sales, though, they can turn out to be a treat because you're thinking that way, Murphy. Yeah. But then when Saturday afternoon comes around and you got about three hundred bucks, four hundred bucks, it's like, well, you know, that was worth it. And you have and less stuff. You got less stuff, and then you got some stuff you can run over and donate, and it's like it's an you... all-around win-win. Thank you, Sam. <gasps> that's what I'm saying. Did that come from me? It's what you yeah. it did. It's what you make it. And our neighbors are going to come visit. It's going to be fabulous. Mm-hmm. And, um, we'll and somebody see. makes a donut run, so you win there, too. Oh, okay. Man, are you coming so over, it. Sam? It's about it being a party. I understand yeah. that. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Tom Hanks has something new and lovely for the world today, and it's not a movie. Tell you about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Something special for the world today from the lovable, likable Tom Hanks. And this is the book. His new book is out. His typewriter book? It's called Uncommon Type. Each story, 17 different short stories, each story, I guess, inspired by an old typewriter, which Mm -hmm. he collects them, but they're not about typewriters. There may be one that's about it. And the reviews are serious. Proves he's a bona fide, serious scribe. Hmm. 17 short stories that are accomplished and delightful. In fact, one of the reviews is, rest assured, he's got a great fallback plan if this (laughs) acting thing doesn't work out. Some of these stories are like set modern day. There's a World War II story. I could actually them all. Uh, turn these into movies, and then he might win Oscars for screenwriting. Oh, you're so right. Lord. So if you like his sort of brand of comedy, it's all there and heart. Tom Hanks, the book is called Uncommon Type. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. And as you know, Sam is the food dude around here, so the other day he finds a bag of these mystery Oreos that he was talking about. There was no mystery. Well, (laughs) the uh, the day you brought them in was also the day that I was out sick, so I didn't get to try them until later. In fact, actually, it was over the weekend. Mm -hmm. I bought some for the house. And you know what? I did. I did. What's really weird about the uh, mystery Oreo is when I tried it, I immediately knew what it was, but it was like overpowering to me. Well, in your opinion, it's, has Oreo said this is definitely what it is? It's, it, tastes, say? it tastes like the Fruit Loops flavor it, to me. It tastes, it was supposed, they said it was going to taste like Fruit Loops, oh. but producer David tried these and he said, you know what? These kind of taste like the uh, Fruity Pebbles. Fruity, which is sort of the, the same thing, uh, there's, right? There's is a little this? more fruitiness in Pebbles. Yeah. Is I mean, it, they're, they're very similar, but I, I just get a hint of more Fruity Pebbles than Fruit Loops. Well, the first bite that I took, I'm like, this is lemon, and then it's like, Mm-mm. boom, it hits you. But it is so... Yeah, I don't like it. It is so over the charts sweet. Yeah, it's very sweet. Again, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's sweeter than the sweetest bowl of Fruit Loops, I think. The original Oreos, no matter what flavors they come up with, they've not been able to top the original Oreos for me. Yeah. I don't know if that's the point of all well, this, but I like give me the, the original Oreos. Really? Man, they're addictive. They are. They are. There's no doubt there's something special about those, but I'm good with the whatever vanilla flavor ones. Love golden. the lemon ones. Yeah, that's right. The golden uh, Oreos. I mean, you can't go but, wrong, but still. So are they planning on more mystery Oreos or is this the no, first? No, this is the mystery right here. I don't, yeah. I don't it believe that. I don't believe that. It stops with that. I don't think Ta-da. they're ever going to stop. I don't think they're ever going to stop. <laughs>
If you love playing video games, there's never been a better time to be alive or playing video games. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know about... You have to help me, Sam, what, what it's called. The Super NES that's back, that's well, out that now. It was the NES last year, and then it's the Super NES this year. Nintendo right. Entertainment System. This goes all the way back to the 80s. Yeah. What's When I was a kid and we got an entertainment system, I got an Atari. Yeah, that was like... Completely different. Before this stuff. This was, that was in this television. This was the cooler stuff. Atari. Yeah. This is the cooler stuff that I was never into. Like, this is Mario and all that kind of stuff yeah, from Nintendo. Yeah, uh, Pac-Man and Donkey Kong and Mario and all that. Well, the deal is... Well, these are the ones they're selling out. Of. Actually, yeah. over the weekend when I was out shopping with Maddie, I yes, stopped and? in one of the game stores. And, and? I was like, I know this is a stupid question, but she, he goes, nah, we don't yeah. have any more. Sorry, sucker. We'll get you one one day, Sam. Okay, so the deal is Nintendo has filed for a patent that covers a bunch of their stuff that they're going to bring back, including the Game Boy. So apparently Mm. if you never had a Game Boy or you had one and you want to be nostalgic about that, it might be coming back with up to 30 games on it from Nintendo. More music coming up to help you get through the workday. And uh, coming up today after the show, Murphy, Sam & Jody, after the show, something exclusively that you get on our podcast when you subscribe for free. Uh, yeah, uh, I finally understand, and I can't wait to tell you guys about the um, anxiety blanket that I got to experience the other day. And it's a thing. Really? Uh-huh. It's a real thing, and I finally get it. Sam, you're okay. going to be, you're going to want to be in on this. Okay. Tell you about uh, it coming up. New episode every day after the show.